Welcome to the best idea for a podcast of all time. This is Champs of the Making. We take all 1,000 plus Pokemon. We put them into a bracket to determine what is the scientifically best Pokemon. I am Mar and I use she, her pronouns. I usually host Argonauts and Dead Teen House Party and Dead Letter Society. But today I am here to talk to you about Pokemon with my lovely friends. And joining me as well today is Andrew. Hi, uh, I'm Andrew. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. I'm a little unnerved. This is the first time I've ever been in a recording where someone has said all 1,000 of them about Pokemon. <laughs> uh, this is the first time I'm really grappling with that number. Uh, when I'm not grappling with things, you can find me, um, yeah, definitely not grappling with uh, Mild Mannered, a podcast that I host with my mother where we are reviewing the hot mom dating show Milf Manor on TLC. Um, that's about the only place you can find me these days. I am also joined in the studio by Max. Hi, I'm Max. I use he, him pronouns. I am the host of After School Anime Club on the Moonshot Network, where we play fun games and watch anime of varying and, qu- and mixed quality. <laughs> uh, I say that in such a loaded way because I'm in the middle of editing one of our episodes on Crayon Shin-Chan, which is just really challenging stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> I and last but not least, I am joined in the studio by new moonshot host PB. What's up? I'm PB. I use they them pronouns. I am one of the co-hosts of Gahooligans, a Guardians of Gahool reread discussion podcast. Um, but brand new show on the Mooncast Moonshot Network. Uh, and Mooncast I shit, am shit cod pod. <laughs> yeah, pod work. <laughs> Sorry, I am set off kilter because. So Pokemon's an eSport, right? Only Pokemon sure. Unite. All right. Well, I think Pokemon's an eSport. And so <laughs> to rank Pokemon, I need to put myself in the eSport mindset. So I am currently drinking a brand of energy drink I will not say, but I will say that the name of the flavor is Hype Sauce. Oh, my and God. it is oh distressing. God, dude. Oh, It's really called that? What does Hype Sauce taste like? It kind of tastes like, um, it's kind of like if you took, like, a regular like rock star and mixed it with maybe some cough syrup. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sounds yeah. great. It's oh, lovely. No. It's a great experience. I'm making good choices today. <laughs> oh boy. Well, we we are here. We are here in round 3 of our bracket, episode 80. My god. And uh I'm going to I'm about to start this 30 minute timer and we're going to do as many head-to-head Pokemon matchups as we can in that time. So are we all ready? I'm ready to come out swinging. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I haven't been Let's on have a opinions. episode. <laughs> like, I think I literally haven't been on in like 10 episodes. I'm so I'm ready. <laughs> I was on the last one. It's just like, oh man, I got to get back on and be wrong more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, I'm gonna hit start on this timer, and uh, and we're gonna we're just gonna go. Let's do it. Our first matchup is Bidoof versus Natu. Are we all ready to admit that Bidoof is garbage? Is the joke played wow. out yet? Wow! I think the joke. We were two rounds in. The joke's allowed to be done now. Natu's a perfect orb bird. Bidoof is garbage. That's its point. It's funny, I, though. <laughs> I disagree. I really like Badoof, like, genuinely. It's got the word doof in its name. 
and it has like nerves of steel, according to the Pokedex. Nothing can perturb it. I think that like as the like normal Pokemon that you encounter on like Route One go, I think Bidoof and Zigzagoon are like the best designs possibly. I think my hatred of Bidoof is flavored by the fact that it is the only Pokemon in Diamond and Pearl. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The problem so with true. those games Fair. is that it's it's the same group of Pokemon in every route. And so Bidoof, or when you get lucky, B-Barrel show up. And I just hate looking at it. I'm done looking at this guy. I mean, we really did get flooded with Bidoof in fourth generation yeah. for whatever reason. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they were just proud of it. I don't know. Like, I would be proud of it, too. <laughs> but, uh, wow. You're not wrong about that. You know, I just, I like not to. I like the little, the not little, or, I, when a Pokemon's an orb, I just love it, is really what it comes down to. And it being a little, uh, a little, um, hot, not hi- hieroglyphic. Uh, yeah, hieroglyphic. It being a little hieroglyphic yeah. bird is, like, perfect. Um, it is a I- very good little bird. I had a Zatu yeah. in Crystal that carried me. So I have an affinity for this line. They're very cool Pokemon um, and strong as well. Yeah, I uh, I have seen people do some fuck shit with Natu in competitive Pokemon. <laughs> Not yes. the evolved one, just the... No, just regular Natu. Wow. It uh, you can you can do some fucked up shit with that bird. You give that guy an Eviolite, you're sitting around for a little while. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking you meant like little cup, but no, it throws down with the no, big boys. like regular competitive Pokemon. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, regular esports, like what you wear uh, your gamer fuel to. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I oh, this is hard. I like both of them. Oh, one other way I want to phrase this choice is just looking at like their like the blank Pokemon. Bidoof is the plump mouse Pokemon, which is not what I okay. get from looking right, at Bidoof. No. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Natu is no, the a, tiny bird Pokemon, bird. which, yes, exactly, that's a tiny bird. <laughs> it, the, the plump mouse really sounds like the guy writing the Pokedex just, like, couldn't think of the word beaver and was on a strict <laughs> <Yeah>. deadline. <laughs> what do you call this guy? No, but Beaverel is the beaver Pokemon. He remembered so, uh, for the next so one. So they huh. remembered after it evolved. <laughs> Even though Bidoof <laughs> looks a lot more like a beaver to me, honestly. Yeah, well, Bibarel's got the tail, but there's oh, also like the a tail. there's also like a kind of uh, raccoon sort of thing going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I tell you what, they look like Gopher from Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, they really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how many like Route One normal type Pokemon are just like this is a this is a guy that I would see in my backyard. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I could look out the window at, like, my parents' house because they live in the woods and see a Bidoof yeah. or, like, a Sentret. <laughs> so what do you that's think? Just, like, I don't know. A, I've, that's an animal. Okay, I could go either way, to be honest. I also could go either way. I'm, I'm strongly not to. I don't know if I have to strongly say that out loud. not to. How about you, PB? What are you thinking? I am looking one thing up. Oh, God, what are they doing? Um, the Pokedex says it can't learn to fly. I just want to see if it can learn the move fly. <laughs> Wait, they can't fly? No, they are well, no, flightless. because they're like baby birds. Oh. That's cuter to me. Yeah, but it has a very good jumping ability, apparently. 
And yes, it hmm. doesn't appear it can learn the move fly. Interesting. I love that consistency. Turns out control F on a po- for fly on a Pokemon page does not actually get you. I'm not seeing a lot it. of hits. I'm not seeing it oh, on the no. on the list of TM or HM moves, so that must be All it. Right, well, that is good. Like, meanwhile, like Badoof learns. Oh, well, I guess beavers do swim, so it, it should learn surf. Never mind. Well, Badoof is classically the like ultimate HM buddy. You're right. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It just means you're forced to stick with one for too long. It's just hanging out around. <laughs> you're like my team is five Pokemon and a Bidoof. I feel like that's easier to build around than six Pokemon, but four of them each have moves that I don't really want them to have. Hmm. Where are y'all landing? Uh, you know what? Come home to roost. Come to Birdtown. I'll town. say I'll go uh, not to. I'm gonna go not to. Yeah, I think I'll. I'll it's more I'll interesting. Not to. Yes. Yes. I'll go Bidoof then, because I feel like Bidoof doesn't deserve a full sweep. It does, that's but I'll fair. accept it. No, no, no. I, th- I think that's totally fair. I, I admire <laughs> you for sticking up for it, PB. Yeah. However, Natu is going to go for it. It's got the perfect head empty. I know a lot of Pokemon <laughs> have the perfect head empty, but, but like Bidoof is top tier. I'm dying, Squirtle. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I have a... Uh... I have a talking Bidoof plushie that says Bidoof and you can squeeze it. it. Does it only say Bidoof or is it speak yeah, as it well? Yeah, it only says Bidoof. Okay. <laughs> uh, Andrew, you want to read uh, our next matchup? Yeah. Uh, speaking of liking orb Pokemon, uh, we've got Overquill, the dark poison evolution of uh, Hisuian Quillfish, uh, up against Glalie. <laughs> Uh, what if a weird ice guy wasn't actually a steel type? That always threw me about Glalie. Uh, I love Glalie. It's an old classic, and it can grow a big old beard. Yeah, I was about to ask, what the fuck happened with Mega Glalie? How does that happen? Look, sometimes you let yourself go. It's the wintertime. You're not having a great season. Uh, you just kind of let things go, and you grow out your beard a little longer than you want it to. I'm not speaking from experience. Okay, that part's okay. Uh. How did it, what happened with its mouth to like become like the entire <laughs> circumference of its head? I don't have an answer for that one. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You answered one out of two. Oh, I had not previously seen a picture of Mega Glalie. Yeah, what, what is happening here? <laughs> Every Mega Evolution is just like, yeah, we took a Pokemon and just a lot happened to it. Yeah. Yep, that's most of Megas. <laughs> I, um,. I don't care for Overquill, I gotta say. I Are you sure the Pokedex says that it slurps up po- poison to nourish itself? Yeah, no, I don't like that. <laughs> There's some fun stuff going on. Like, I love the um, the color palette, yes. I think is great. Yeah, I, like I really colors. like this, like, dark blue fading to kind of magenta. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, and the little angry expression is nice. It is kind of like leaning a bit towards sea urchin and away from pufferfish. Not to, I mean, not a huge problem, but I don't know. I feel like Glalie is more interesting because I don't immediately know what I'm looking yeah. at. And I kind of like that in a Pokemon. Especially because like, Glalie is one of those just like, wait, what was that evolution moments? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. How does Snow Runt become this thing? I, I also like yeah. I, Overquill, I think, has a perfect name. Um, uh-huh. I, it's good. It does just kind of end up being more Quillfish. Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, in, yeah. in a way that I think really hinders it. I, I like, it does lean a little closer into like active sea mine territory than Quillfish just kind of gestures at, but it also isn't a water type anymore. So you kind of lose that idea in the, mm, in the process mm. a little bit. The Q on the tail is a li- is like 5% too yeah. much for me. You know what I mean? Like that puts it over the line of, it's not really cute anymore. It's just kind of silly. Yeah. They, they just had little markings on regular quillfish. I don't know why they changed it for the Hisuian form. Uh, is it? I thought it was supposed to look like the poke, the like poison symbol, but I guess it really is just a Q, huh? It's a Q. It's a Q, yeah. I think I've just seen a pun I've never seen before, which is it looks like the Japanese name for Glalie is Onigori. Oh my god. Oh, that's cute. Oh my god. So yeah, that, that's, that's an icy great. rice ball. I don't know the That's exact pun, but I can so see fun. that it is a pun, and I appreciate it. <laughs> well, also, the the word Oni is in there, so uh-huh. he's like a demon ice uh, rice ball. Yeah. All in favor of the demon okay. ice Unblade. rice ball, say aye. Aye. Yeah, aye. That's good <laughs> stuff. Aye. Sorry, Overquill. <laughs> uh, Max, do you want to read our next matchup? <laughs> Yeah, uh, totally, because coming up next, it's Dratini versus Lycanroc. Ooh, that's a hard one. Yeah. I, okay, so for me, Dratini is not my favorite of the three stage. I, I mean, agree. Dragonair, obviously more elegant, more, more like, more stuff going on in uh-huh, the design uh-huh, than uh-huh. Dratini. Though I do appreciate the simplicity of Dratini and like how cute it is. Mm-hmm. But Lycanroc, hey, that's a cool puppy right there. And also, uh, Midnight Form is s- uh, f- fucking great to me. I, I do like that we get three different versions of the same dog. Yes. I think Dusk Form's a little bit of a missed opportunity. It's just kind of, what if Midday Form was orange? Yeah, there needs to be more differentiating. I take it as like it's mid-transformation. It's like in the middle of the, alf- the Animorphs? Oh, yeah, look. yeah. Like you get okay. that middle guy? Okay. Yeah. I know. I could be wrong about that. But. I see that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because all of the, all of the, like, the fur that was laying down on midday form is kind of, like, pointing up a little bit. And then by the time it's midday form, it's like all its fur has been pushed forward over its head. Except all that fur is made of stone. Mm-hmm. I wish there was more rock going on, is what I was just about to say to that. Because, like, it does look a lot it's like It's kind of just a dog, is... And I think just a dog works better when it's a normal type than when it's supposed to be rock. Yeah. I do really like the move Excel Rock, though. Well, who doesn't? It's cool to get a rock type priority move. Oh, yeah. It's a good It's a good utility Pokemon. Like, Lycanroc is, is uh, I think, doesn't one of the rivals in Pokemon uh, Scarlet Violet have a Lycanroc? I think so. That sounds right. Yes, I think Nimona has one. Yeah, or, uh, Almost sure I fought one near the end of that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, I I think Dratini's an iconic Pokemon, but I think it kind of is off of like, in the same way that like a small town high school quarterback is still kind of iconic, you know, yeah. Yeah. like, I think that like, <laughs> could have gone all the yeah, way. I just think better dragon Pokemon have come out since then. It's still really cute. It's a good Pokemon. It's just not as, I think a lot of its appeal lies in Dragonite. And they're just like, yeah, this guy grew up to be Dragonite, so we like him too. Uh, but I, I, you know, I'm not a big fan. 
It's like, put it up against, like, a Gaibel or a Trapinch or a Gumi. Yeah. And, yeah. like, those first stage dragons, Yeah, I feel like, they, are way better. They just have more to say. And I think Dratini's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just not, there's not a lot to it. I think it's interesting, like, you can see that they're building up to that pattern yeah. that you just mm-hmm. were talking about, PB, where it's like, you know, this is this is the beginning of the of the cycle that brings us all those more interesting Pokemon. But I don't know, maybe they just didn't feel like they had that much latitude oh, when they were developing definitely. the very first game. I mean, they only put three dragon types in the whole game. Yeah. Which is a yeah. cool concept <laughs> sure that is. the game's kind of crapped on later. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Lycanroc. Yeah, I'm I'm not big on Lycanroc, but I think it's getting my vote over Tatini. Same. I like I like it. I think it's a nice design. I like uh I like that it has like multiple forms and they're both like cool designs. Like it's not my favorite, but there I think there's something to enjoy there. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to be Team Dog. <laughs> yeah, and Lycanroc would be a very important member of a uh, all dog type team. It really would be, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's like a rock for me, too. Hell yeah. The 4 sweep. Uh, Go to hell, Dratini. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, idiot. <laughs> Don't be mean to Dratini. He's just a little worm. <laughs> Would you still love me if I was a Dratini? <laughs> <laughs> Would you still love me Dratini? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the answer to that is yes, because like, hey, we just spend some quality together, and all of a sudden you're a cool dragon buddy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, PP, you want to read our next matchup? Yes, absolutely. Ooh. We have um, Toxtricity, the punk Pokemon, versus Palisand, the Sandcastle Pokemon. This is so hard. Palo I sand. like them both. I love sand. Palosand Palo so sand. much. Yeah. Like, sand. I want to send Toxtricity to hell. Toxtricity was cool. Uh, I think there's... Toxtricity I loved when I was playing Sword and Shield. Uh, but now that I have enough space in my heart from that game to say that it was really, really bad. <laughs> I think I Toxtricity could be okay even if they just changed the color palette. I... It, you know it has multiple color palettes, right? Yeah, I know. I don't like any of them, so maybe okay. I'm just completely <laughs> off base here. <laughs> no, but I totally I, get it. Yeah. It's really yeah. like the purple skin that doesn't work for me. Like, I know they're going for, like, it's a poison type, but uh-huh. it, I don't know. Actually, the more I'm looking at it, just the more I'm realizing, no, that's not the end of the problems here. So, yeah, uh, it can go straight to hell. I'm going to go... It's a punk Pokemon. It'll <laughs> enjoy rocking out in hell, you know? Yeah. I'm going to go against all of everything I've ever said on this podcast and say that I like Toxtricity more than the ghost Pokemon here. Whoa. Wow, I'm, you feel like, it okay, Mark? Palisand is so okay, good. Palisand, I like Palisand. I think Toxtricity's better. I like I like them both. Toxtricity has more of a place in my heart. I have used them both on competitive teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I like them both, just both like as designs and as utility. I like Toxicity more. It it's, yeah, that makes sense. It it just has an appeal to me. I think between the two of them, Toxicity is a lot easier to use in battle. But mm-hmm. there's just I am on record of loving when a a Pokemon is just an object, whether that object is like possessed or not, notwithstanding. But this is a sandcastle that's possessed by the ghost of a child. Yeah. Oh, man, we've got some good uh, Pokedex entries here. 
It possesses people to turn its sandbound into a castle. It has masses of dried up bones buried beneath it. It's known as yes. the beach nightmare. Yes. Oh shit. Palisand is a From its from the hollows in its arms it fires the bones of its victims, which are all dried up after being drained of their vitality. <laughs> oh my God. It's like yeah. each good entry there adds something more. Uh, Palisand is a Pokemon that I will uh the moment I find it in a game, I immediately like it. open my team screen and I'm just like, all right, who's going where to make room for Palosand? Do I already have a ghost and a grass, like a ghost and a ground type? Okay, well, too bad. They both have to go in the box to make room for my perfect boy. And check the shiny out. Palosand's one of my favorites. I found this incredible image on Bulbapedia that I think oh my God. makes the perfect argument of what happens when a Pikachu oh meets a my Palosand. God. It is killing that Pikachu. Good. Eat shit, Pikachu. <laughs> See, Andrew, I'm the same way with Toxtricity. Like, I will move other Pokemon on my party to get that electric type in. And I like that its Gigantamax form is a radio tower. That shit is cool as hell. <laughs> it also, I'm pretty sure it caused the darkest day in in uh, the lore of the game. Did it really? I think that's what the big, like wall art is of wall art's not the That's right awesome. word yeah the wall scroll that shows our our, our nation's history <laughs> <laughs> no the the giant the giant hill that has uh like uh big drawings on it i don't know the lore in the game doesn't make any sense uh sword and shield's not a great game palisand rules toxicity drills it strums itself like a guitar and it does sonic attacks i love that part of it but it doesn't fit it's do trying to do so many things at once i like that there's a punk rock pokemon introduced in the same generation as a punk uh type gym leader uh but they're different <laughs> yeah. pokemon types so they don't get to play with each other <laughs> I, I do think that's really fun <laughs> i i actually disagree that it's trying to do too much at once i think it has a really unified nature to its design like it is very clearly supposed to be based on a punk rock musician it has the uh like mohawk it has like the spiked belt and like wristbands i think it's probably one of my favorite sword and shield designs i guess i would just much rather it be like a poison dark or like a electric dark or something like that the Poison Electric, I know that they were like trying to do something like, let's do this type combo that we've never seen. It, it, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, and it also gives it a four times weakness against ground type, which is, <laughs> that is true. not good. Yeah, Palisand eats it for lunch. Oh yeah, Palisand would win in, in this fight, per the rules of Pokemon. Doesn't Palisand also have a four time weakness? No, uh, I don't think so. But also just, the, like, it's the one's four-time weakness is Palosand. Yeah. Palosand. 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 I'm not letting Palosand sweep. I'm standing by Toxtricity. I know <laughs> it's fine. winning, but I'm standing by my boy. <laughs> Absolutely. Stand by your man. You know, that's what they right, always Palosand. say, right? Palosand goes forward. I'll say Toxtricity deserved to make it to round three. Totally. Our next matchup is Clefairy versus Low Kicks. Now, I like Low Kicks a lot. 
But uh, it to me, it just doesn't have that sauce that Clefairy has. I don't know. I agree. Clefairy's got the gamer sauce. Clefairy's got the gamer sauce. Whereas Lokix is cool. Lokix, you know, got that common Rider angle, um, but like evil common Rider because it's dark type. I do like Lokix. I'll go so far as to say I'm surprised Lokix made it out of the Paldean play-in. Um, and I think oh. the Clefairy is an easy win here. I I like low kicks a lot. I think it's one of the more inspired designs in the new gen. I agree, though. I like Clefairy better. It's Kensugi Mori, man. You know. I didn't really care for low kicks when I was playing the game. Yeah, it's not as strong as you want it to be. In retrospect, it's one of the better yeah. bug types that you can find, and it's certainly not um whatever the nightmare of um spidops. Yeah, spidops. It, it's like. <laughs> Uh, low kicks versus fight ops you know low kicks wins all the way uh, but up against clefairy yeah i think versus clefairy there's kind of a clear winner <laughs> uh it's magical and cute appeal has many admirers that's all four of us i think that's clefairy folks yeah hell yeah it's huge mm-hmm. clefairy clefairy goes on i think i think that's pretty unanimous <laughs> Also, Clefairies are the aliens, like, maybe, right? Yeah, it's from yep. the moon! Yeah. It's from the yeah. moon. <laughs> Andrew, do you want to read our next matchup? Absolutely. We have in one corner the f- fighting, flying, wrestling Pokemon, Howlucha. <coughs> versus my favorite starter, Turtwig. Um, it's tough. Listen, it's listen. Tough. Turtwig's a cute little bitey turtle, man. And it's got a little sprout on him head. I like I like Turtwig a lot. I like its final evolution more. Yeah, same. I think Turtwig is the rare starter that gets more interesting with every re- evolution. I like Halucha a lot. As a Discworld fan, I gotta give it to Torterra. That's a great Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, I remember I had one when I was playing Emerald back on the GBA. Uh, and he was a real shit kicker. Uh, but hey, Halucha though. Look at this thing. Halucha. Halucha rules. I love Halucha. Just jumping back to Turtwig for a second. I love the shape of its little, like, beak mouth. It uh-huh. captures, yeah. like, what yes, a yes, turtle yes, mouth yes. is exactly. His little legs. Have y'all seen his little legs? Yeah. I have. Like to take a moment, yeah. draw attention to those little legs? You have very good little legs. I have seen those little legs. Okay, just want to make sure. Pretty just want to make sure. Yeah. Um, y'all gonna kill my boy? I will say this. Halucha I have used competitively. Halucha rules to use competitively. Halucha made me like fighting type Pokemon. It has an incredible shiny. It's black. It's shiny is black and red. It fucking rules. Uh, It's so it's so fun to use on a competitive team because like the thing that you can do with Halucha is just make it very 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 fast and like when you can pull that off it feels so good in competitive play Mm -hmm. uh it just ripped it's such a good pokemon it's probably my favorite fighting pokemon design i think that fighting flying type is just a funny type combo now the the criticism i have about halucha is that it is actually one that i had for a lot of pokemon in the sixth generation which is that it just everything in this generation is too strong in my opinion um, I agree. Like every yeah, Pokemon is good, but not in an interesting way. They all just have really high attack or special attack. 
and almost all of them have really good speed too. Like it's just every Pokemon in generation six is a sweeper. And like, I understand that like the goal is that every Pokemon is good, but it's Halucha just kind of felt one note in combination with things like uh, Dublade or an Aegislash and like um, uh, Gudra and all these other Pokemon that were just like amazing. Uh, and it's almost like flying press. Its signature move is almost too cool. <laughs> I, I actually because it's both flying and fighting. I agree with you. There's something about flying press that I should like, but I just, when you tell me about it, it's both types of moves at the same time. I just kind of go, okay. Instead of like liking love, it like I should. I love flying press. Well, you I, play competitively, which I don't play competitively. Yeah. I only play against the computer, no, that's fair. which is easy. Because <laughs> it's tuned for like 13 year olds, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I. One of my favorite things about Halucha is that they put a Luchador Pokemon into the France yeah. version, and they're just like, so much about it. I do, I do want to point out, uh, its French name is Bruta Libre, which is incredible. Holy shit. That is very good. That's really good. It, uh, I, I like that its Pokedex entries uh, point out how small it is. Uh, it says, although its body is small, its proficient fighting skills enable it to keep up with big bruisers like Machamp oh. and Harry. Oh, so he's Ray Mysterio Jr. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just two feet tall. He's Dominic Mysterio. Just a little boy. He's just a little guy. He may have glass bones, but... I always forget just how big Pokemon are. Yeah. For like a two-foot Pokemon to be considered. Oh, yeah, that's a little one. Imagine getting hit with the people's elbow from this thing. <laughs> <laughs> you're late you're late with your fucking halucha's dinner oh, God. drops on you like kato it's a it's a violent pokedex entry says that they fight constantly with primeape how Whoa. dare they wow i don't know about that primeape's my boy primeape's pretty cool I I'm going to hold my Turtwig till it dies. Uh, are you all voting for the bird? <laughs> I am voting for Halucha. PB, where are you at? Uh, I'm going to join Andrew in corner Turtwig. <laughs> Halucha's great, but that, that face, I've just kept staring at that face, at that one little eye on the Bulbapedia image, and it's saying that I can't let it go. Yeah, um, ooh. I've talked myself out of Halucha, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'll take it. Oh my god. Stop the count. Dirtwig, stop <laughs> the count. I I'm I like Turtwig. I'm not unhappy with this outcome, but Martin bro speaking I... live from the four seasons uh landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that Halucha should have I think that Halucha would stand more of a chance in round four of the bracket, is mm. my thought. Well, I guess we'll never know. I feel like in a Pokemon <laughs> bracket, you can't discount the just a little guy. Yeah, no, we love. Like, little I know guns. it gets overplayed. I know we can't go with it every time. We have a lot of just a little guys. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't listen. I don't like Turtwig just because it's a little guy. Turtwig is really cute. I it's got the big chumpy mouth. Um, I I like it as a starter. I think that it is a fun starting Pokemon for the worst region ever invented. Um, yeah, absolutely. The fact that I love Turtwig is in spite of Diamond and Pearl, not because of it. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm a hundred percent with it's, you. It's it's got interesting evolutions. It 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 
is a good member of your party early on without being like overpowering or too strong, which is something that can happen with some starters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chimchar in that generation just becomes an absolute powerhouse. Uh, like mm-hmm. all of the uh, all of the the Scarlet Violet starters, I would say, are too strong. Turtwig isn't. It's just a solid member of your team, and I I really like that. Yeah, no, I I agree. I'm I'm happy for Turtwig. I just I just like Holly a lot. Um, that's that's our time Champs. though. Uh, Champs, baby. I don't I don't remember how to end this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do we just go around and uh, do we plug ourselves again? Yeah, I think we. Uh, yeah, everybody go around and plug yourselves. <laughs> All right, go plug yourself. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Andrew. Uh, you can find me over on uh, uh, Mild Mannered, also on the Podcast Minds, where Riley and I are digging up new podcasts. I also stream a bunch. Check out uh, Moonshot Twitch. Max, over to you. Uh, my name is Max Newland. I do a freaking after-school anime club. Uh, so if you like anime, then, you know, you might you might like my podcast. Hmm. <laughs> That's it. All right. I've been PB, and I co-host the show Gahooligans on the Moonshot Network. You can go follow the shitter. <laughs> Sorry? Follow the what now? You can go follow the shit. You can follow the show on Twitter or on Tumblr sure. at Gahooligans Pod. Uh, by the time this goes out, we'll probably have three or four episodes out, so you can finally hear us talking about the owls actually at the great google tree nice hell yeah we'll have been already been through one hard genre shift with more to come i have been marn uh you can find me on argonauts on dungeon house party on dead letter society you can find me streaming on the twitch channel um yeah that's that's our show baby bye 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 Chance in the Making is brought to you by the patrons of the Moonshot Network at patreon.com slash moonshot network. Our patrons this month are Big Brother Benji, Birdlord5000, Impernia, Michael Anderson, Riel T-Rex, Alex Keswick, Alabaster Rocks, Theodore Monk, Rye Atticus, Ruby Stone, Lilianopolis, Juniper, Britt Heideman, Salthian, Jane Dataghosts, Elias Rosner, Taylor Labresh, Andrew Herbig, Colton Corbett, Aaron Shelton, Ira Prince, John Rattlemane, Mr. Jakey Poo, Kay, Benny Anders, Red Zooks, Tanderkin, 
Mish Stark, JWX, Nick Bellaro, Sarah McClintock, Emma Shannon, Neil Hadar, Indigo, Ben Schwind, Brian Melvin Stapleton, Poet Beasley, Dapper Cuttlefish, Jacob Bennington, DJ Wheeler, Thomas Herbertson, Riley Hopkins, Lucas, Jesse Peterson, Larkspur, A. Fell, Veer, Tanner, Jay Harkins, Samantha Cook, Evan Jenkins, Mayday Night, Flips MCL, Anthony Charlier, Emery, Verdigree, Maddie, Holly Loveless, Jen Willits Arasati, Amy, George Colson, Void Spooler, Marissa S., Hamlet Cooper, Crazytron, Megan Huber, Joe DeVita, Fooney Sherman, Morgan Gate Levin, Martin Lord, Daniel Miller, Douglas Matthews, Asmorinam Articata Istina Kaldakar, Adam Butler, A. Failsafe, Jeremy Auer, Andrew Sherman, Anissa Danny, Alice Kyra, John Bruce, Logan Jenkins, Michael Ornelas, Becky Scott Fairley, Wheels Wheeler, and Colton Crow. Thank you for supporting us!